Welcome to Frax Check, your weekly Frax Vibe Check. I'm your host, Capital K, and I'm joined by my co-host, DeFi Dave, and our producer extraordinaire, Sam. We'll be going straight to the source of truth via checking the chain. But before we jump in, please gently touch that subscribe button. That works too. You don't have to smash it because we need you. To get our mat, yes, caress it. That also works. Gently you press it. Gently. Gently, to, gently, gently. To get us to that 10,000 mark. Please, guys, we are on a mission and we need your help. And also, please follow us at Flywheel DeFi on Twitter and Telegram. This week, boys, you know it. it is uh, Fraxlentine. So happy Fraxlentine. And I call this week... Love is in the air. Okay. Love, Love is, is in the, the air. air week. Okay. <laughs> As the name suggests, uh, this week, things are just simply lovely. It's, it's really, great. really lovely this week. Isn't it lovely? <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, you'll, you'll see what I mean as we dive into this pool of love here. But uh, first, Frax Check will always be um, starting with our flagship product, which is the supply. And you see here, we, we're pretty much unchanged. So I'm, I'm quite happy to see this. Even with the, the pullback, we're at 1 billion and 24 million Frax stablecoin supply. And then not much. So not much here. So moving on to the next slide, we saw the peg got as low as a 0.99 to a high of 1.002. Two, but obviously we have to go into the market and check the swap, which is where we did a hundred million frac swap for USDC. We received an exchange rate of zero point nine nine eight four. Again, not much change here. And lastly, we'll talk about the collateralization percent, which you'll see on the next slide. And we have been at this ninety two percent for the last seven frac checks. Okay, so no news. And on the decent percent, 23.5 relative to last week, we're down four bips. So across the board, we're pretty much flat. So breezing right through here. Um, quick summary on the health check. The peg is good. Curve swap is strong. Collateralization percent unchanged. Decentralization percent unchanged. And moving on, we have our Frax BP product which is sort of like our liquidity as a service product. And we experienced a massive jump here. You know, Whoa. love is in the air. Frax nice. BP is in the air. We have a 7.4% jump to $530.2 million hairs. Okay. This is quite a, a big, big, big move for the Frax base pool. On the right-hand side, you see that I've been tracking this monthly or this, this volume as well. And so far for the month of February, we generated 29 million in trading volume uh, for context. In January, it was only 12 million. Okay, guys. So we're halfway through February and we already hit 29. So the market is definitely picking up here. Uh, though granted, there's, that's still only 5.4% of the utilization rate of the pool. So we could definitely facilitate a lot more liquidity here. Mm-hmm. And on the next slide, we have a yield and bribe section where I obviously take a look at what the FRAX BP is paying out. And it's paying out 2.28% uh, APR per convex. And that estimated out to be 570K in yields. And 
we're comparing that to the total bribes we paid of 291k rough back of the envelope math it seems like we're we're definitely up but recall that frax doesn't take all of the yield right because frax's pol is only a portion of the pool and the reason to bribe is to actually incentivize other liquidity to be paired with the frax bp and we see here that for every one dollar bribed we receive 617 dollars in liquidity into the frax base pool so that's pretty good uh, uh, efficiency if you ask me and now i want to quickly uh, before before you go there sam before you go there um i want to ask you guys what do you think our percent of three pool is Hundred percent. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Oh, okay. Go to the <laughs> next slide. You guys are so good. You guys are so good. Is it ninety-nine? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? Oh. Wow. <laughs> Dude, just oh, like right so in the middle. Good. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's so. Sometimes that's how love is. You know, it's it's fickle. It's it's somewhere. It's like love really is in close. the air. Yeah. Love is in the air, though. You know, so true. We're and if so is Frax Bayful. I I was so happy when I saw that. I was like, but what was unique here though is it's actually the the base pool increased, whereas the three pool remained flat. Ooh. Like hmm. people are actively choosing the Frax BP over the three pool when they're. Like fresh money to LP. It's not like one person migrated from three pool to Frax BP. It's like fresh money chose Frax BP. So I, I thought that was was pretty interesting to look at. Uh, and then on the next slide, you see all three of them in uh, comparison next to each other. The Frax BP at five hundred and thirty million. Three pool at five hundred and fifty one. Oh. Frax three CRV at four fifty. So you see, it's kind of like literally neck to neck right hmm. there for the three pool. And um, hopefully in a couple of hours, the next day, we'll, we'll flip the three pool and we'll have some happy news to report next week. But regardless, we were finally, we are so back. <laughs> we're so back. <laughs> uh, per the uh, popular turn of phrase. Now, we... Quick reminder, Frag's base pool is also being able to be paired against other stable coin such as LUSD. And I think now more than ever, it's kind of critical for us to have venue for liquidity for the decentralized stables, uh, given the recent regulation. And mm -hmm. on that, we have, on the next slide, we have 77 million of nice. TVL paired against the Frax BP. And... It's uh, almost 2% bump from last week, so definitely can't complain. Things are going very well there. As always, I checked the yield, and I'm very surprised to see that on the next slide, the yield gets as high as 10% with a, I would say, pretty strong decentralized stablecoin out of USD myself, right? Look at that. You could park it in there and earn 10% with nearly $18 million in TVL. That's, mm. that's not too shabby. Uh, I did check the composition of that pool, though. It is slightly imbalanced. Uh, it is almost like 33% frax, frax BP and like 66% um, USD. 
So you, you're definitely coming in with a bonus if you were to deposit the Frax BP tokens. But again, you would then have to hold like 60% of our USD. So uh, DYOR, just kind of pointing it out for you guys here. And as always, we talk about how effective we are at these bribes that we uh, give out for the meta pools. We paid 49K in bribes. And for nice. each dollar, we incentivize $1,563 to be paired against the Frax BP. Wow. Nice. I mean, nice. I, I'm, these are like drastic numbers to pay for liquidity. <laughs> I wonder if we were to go through and check all the other pool twos and all everybody else's liquidity, see how much they're paying for $1 of their emissions. I, I'd love to compare notes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be an interesting thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, but probably just TLDR, everybody will probably beat them. So, you know, there's no need to do that research. But <laughs> <laughs> on, on the next slide, we, uh, the base pool could be paired against also non-stable assets, guys. So these are your, you know, uh, uh, reserve, Frax BP, Badger, Frax BP, CVX CRV, CVX FXS, Frax BP. And this experienced a slight drop of 8.5% to 16 million this week. We got as high as 17.5. And that, that was the high ever. So, I mean, this is a, a small, small pullback relative to where we were just a couple months ago, where we're at the 10 million mark. So things are great here. And like always, I go and check the yield. On the next slide, you'll see that Ohm Frax BP is offering a nice and juicy 38% APR. Nice. And it, I, I've been looking at Ohm. It's been pretty much flat for the last like two or so weeks. Uh, I mean, granted, everything else mooned, so you, you'd probably be upset. But if, if you were to just be sitting pretty uh, with Ohm here, it's it's not it's not a bad pool. It's not a bad pool to be in. Not to mention it has four million TVL too. So I think I think that's a good one. And then on the next, I like the RSR. Go ahead, Sam. Honestly, I like the RSR. Right? You like RSR? Okay. Yeah, RSR. Is good. Yeah, I was course. gonna say like RSR, Alchemix, like all of them. Anything that pays above thirty five percent, I feel like, especially at these prices, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It it, it could be okay to to toss them in there. Um, yeah. I, I just wish we could do like RSR Frax ETH or something. You know, <laughs> it's I, coming. I, I normally it's like, coming. Yeah, I normally like to pair like these volatile assets with a volatile base pair. But like I said, it's coming soon. TM. And, uh, here. <laughs> We, we see that our bribes are also quite effective. We pay 12.7K in bribes to incentivize. Um, I'm sorry. For $1 of bribe, we incentivized $1,259. That's pretty that's good. That's really freaking good. Like, <laughs> that's really freaking I, I wish there's a benchmark out there. Maybe we should do that research just so we can show people what the benchmark should be at. But anyways, um, so summary time, we have the Frax base pool at 530 million, which is 99% of the three pool. Sam guessed uh, uh, 100, Dave guessed yeah. 98, <laughs> and Love is Fickle. That's why it's in the middle. And the meta Love pool TVL, the, the, the meta pool TVL is at 77 million, and the non-stable is at 16. And you'll see that on the next slide. That in total, all the meta pools total out to be ninety three point two million. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Very nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Sam, did you go to the next slide or is it frozen? I'm, I'm there now. We're at the okay, total so, okay, medical TBL. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right there. And then um, after that, this is our Frax ETH segment, everybody. And as always, yeah. we check the counts. We are gosh. at basically 95K. Uh, that is a 9% increase week over week. And if you were to ask me, well, where are all these Frax ETH hanging out as we are about to hit 100,000 Frax ETH? Well, let me tell you, buddy, it is at a 50% <laughs> of them is in S Frax ETH. That's crazy. And uh, the that, solid, right? I, I just can't believe it's half. Good. <laughs> the curve yeah. LP sees the other 45. And then else, I I, I I have no idea what these 4,000 or so ETH are doing. Just just somewhere in the They're ether. simply vibing, obviously. Simply, yeah. They're, they're, they're doing uh, uh, the work for the community and, and not taking up any yield whatsoever. Yeah. Just, just diving and handing it for us. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. And now, if you were to... Um, look at the pay check, which you'll see on the next week, uh, next slide, because again, these are stable coin, ETH stable coin. We went down to uh, 0.9986 here that you saw. If you guys weren't here with us last week, we hit literally 1.0000. So this is definitely down slightly, but we can't just trust the dashboard. We got to go into the market. And here, I try to swap 3,500 Frax ETH, which represents the largest holder of Frax ETH, and it gets an exchange rate of 0 0.9978. Now, I normally don't like to see a seven number in there because um, it makes me feel like I'm using a, you know, like a Uniswap or any of the other pools, which I have to pay 30 bips. And this is kind of where I we're at, and we should be paying four bips for a stable coin. So I, I would love yeah. to see this balance a bit better. It was not too bad. The balance, as you guys can see here, is like 44% to 53%. So it's like, it's, um, I'm sorry, uh, 47 to 53. So it's not terrible, but we could definitely use a little bit more balance. And we're still above 120 mil. So we're holding strong there, nine figures solid. But mm -hmm. enough about checking Frax E. Let's take a look well, remember, at how it stacks remember up. Remember before we before we head on. Remember why the peg is so important is that when we get to full withdrawals here in maybe like another mm -hmm. month or two, uh, that queue to unstake is probably going to be over a year long. Uh, to yep. get, yep. To it get will be, out, especially right? with Kraken being yeah. forced to unstake. Un That's guaranteed, yeah. basically. Yeah, guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take up all of uh, that market share that Kraken's leaving out. You know, perfect opportunity exactly. for Frax. Yeah, I, I wonder in. who. I wonder who, Dave. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I have no idea either. <laughs> Guys, this Frax Eve. Come on. I, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you compare it to the market uh, landscape here, it is official. We have flipped stake wise yeah. to be the third of li liquid staking derivative provider. Mm. You know, you, you can't really say we're you number know, three. We're the top three LSD dealer in the market right now. Wow. <laughs> still uh, the highest quality. Still the highest quality, and we have basically a zero point five percent market share of the whole thing, whereas Lido has twenty nine. But if you were to pay attention to the 64% 30 day change. Like that's what we should focus on here. 
and I I did a quick and dirty math, right? And it would take us, assuming Rocket Pool remains its monthly growth of 13%, we maintain this monthly growth of 64%, we will flip Rocket Pool in four months. I think we're probably looking well, at like six or maybe a little longer. I mean, our, our yeah, average growth be, rate's been about like seven to 8%. About over you know, if, if we flipped Rocket Pool by my birthday, I'd be so happy. <laughs> so my birthday is July 22nd. So it's like five okay, months away. There you go. Let's put it on yeah. the calendar. If, if we yeah. flip Rocket oh. Pool by July 2nd, Dave 22nd. will do 22nd. 22nd. Dave will do things. <laughs> Dave will do things. Okay. Comment in the chat what do you want Dave to do if yes. it were to flip by his birthday, July 22nd. Yeah. Okay. Very fun. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> In my mind, I I want him to shave half his mustache and and, and rock it for a week. <laughs> no, this thing's but, very okay. delicate. Yeah, especially for like Frax's uh, performance right now. It's because of the stash holding up the market. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and then, you know, but in one area where Frax is already ahead is in the yield department. So you see here that Frax is paying out Ooh. a nice solid seven percent. Whereas the closest competitor, stake-wise, only 5.2. We're mm. definitely the best game in town. You know, so guys, come on in and earn some of this sweet, sweet yield. And if you have ETH, uh, you should go into the Frax ETH pool and swap it. Because I think you get a better bonus uh, for doing that rather than minting new Frax ETH. Just a PSA. And then now... Here is the next section that I added. It is the uh, middle child of the Frax product suite. And given that it's Valentine's love is in the air, I feel like we got to show this product a little, a little love. And here we have the supply of FPI at 82.2 million, representing an annual inflation rate of 6.4%. And the peg here is actually only down by eight bips relative to where it needs to be compared to uh, the, the inflation of 6.4%. So it, it's really, really, really tight. And it's backed by, well, if you're asking, how does it generate this 6.4% every year? Well, it has a 85.4 million treasury that is going in there and putting it to work, such as the AMOs that we have on the FRAC stablecoin. And 85% of the treasury is in FPI FRACs. And that goes into the convex AMO equivalent, and it just kind of mints there. And the remaining, um, there's about 10% that goes into the just FPI and FRAX period. And the remaining five is like FXS, like a small holding of FXS and amongst other things. And that is our FPI product, y'all. Um, nice. On the next slide, we have our FRAX lens section. Here we snatched a nice TVL of 28, 228 million. I mean, pretty solid for a homemade Frax lending solution. And we have 52 million borrowed on Frax Lend, which represent 82% utilization rate. And the way I look at utilization rate here is a bit different. I, I look at what was the total number of Frax supplied and how much of that Frax is borrowed. So I think the total supplied is around like 62 or something like that. And mm -hmm. then um, the, uh, you, therefore 52 over 62 gives you about 82. 
And I think that's a pretty damn solid utilization rate with the capital inside the Frax Lend right now. And I like to include these two charts here. One is on the supply value, and this kind of speaks to the confidence that the people have for the Frax Lend product. Because folks got to park their Frax into that uh, into Frax Lend for people to borrow. And on the right-hand side, you see that folks got to park assets like SFRAX ETH, like WBTC, like some pristine assets into Frax Lend in order to borrow against it. So I feel like these are two really good proxies to see how great Frax Lend is doing. And But if you were to hold Frax right now, there are some really interesting place you can kind of put it. On the next slide, we're going to show you that the FPI and Frax pair, if you kind of Ooh. take a look there, is paying you a nice juicy. 11%. Wow. Really? It's, it's, that's really, really freaking juicy. And I mean, you, you frankly don't have to worry because FPI is backed by Frax. If you have Frax, <laughs> you're pretty much you know, not taking on any additional risk there. So I, that's, that's a pretty solid number. Look to at that. Look at that. Uh, 11.3%. And even 8.5% with CRV. Yeah. So wow. it, those are pretty solid. And if you scroll a little bit further down, you see in the V3 pool with the S Frax E Frax, you get a pay a whopping 20%. Wait, hold on. A Is that for lives? It's not out yet. But, though. Oh, wait. But, it's not out yet. No, it, 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 it's, it's out. There's like about no, uh, no, a thousand no, no. ETH in there. Really? So I can three thousand my Frax in no, there yeah, but 20%. Then, yeah, but everything is going to migrate over into the uh, V3 pool. So that rate is not going to last long, but it's there. So I guess come get it while it's hot, I suppose. Oh, there's, how um, much is there? There's uh, it's, Oh, wow. It's about 350K in there. But it's like flats. unlisted at the moment. Who's using it? Who's like sniffing out these contracts like and going and using it when it's not even on the UI on the main site? I don't know. Somebody's interacting with a contract. That's why I guess it's so high. But it, it, it's because no frax has been put into it yet thus far. Huh. So I don't know. But my in my mind, I don't. Yeah, this Maybe needs to be solved. Team. But you guys want to? If anybody out there wants to go in there early and just kind of park some frax and earn that. And that you is going to come down. Really Frax made an, an announcement a couple of days ago, saying that they would recommend people to move over, but there's no like immediate risk to move over from the V2 pool. But you know the the rates will probably be better after the majority of people move in there. But anyways, that is what we have for Frax Land this week. On the next slide, for the last leg of the DeFi Trinity, we have Frax Swap. And as I always say, for a hmm. dex that nobody talks about, we're doing all right. We have 68 million in TVO, which is down 7%, but that's fine because Frax Swap has a lot of non-stable pairs like Fra uh, FXS, Sin, amongst others. And you see here with the love of both FXS and Sin this month, we are at $138 million in Frax Swap volume. And just for context, guys, we're only halfway through February, but we are basically at like 75% of January's volume. And nice. January's volume is massive already to begin with. Okay. Because in December, we had like 60 million in volume. 
So this is this is massive, massive moves and a ton of fees for the FraxWap folks for this month. So congratulations to those. Then here, uh, a quick PSA. There is a discrepancy between DeFi Llama's reported TVL, which is what we're using here, versus Frax's, uh, Frax Fax TVL, which because... DeFi Llama doesn't include that 85 million of Frax FPI pool and uh, that Frax Fax does. But anyways, next slide, we jump into our profitability section, starting with the AMO holdings. And here we have a grand total of a billion and 40 million across all the AMOs. Uh, there was about a $8 million change over the last week with like 4 million leaving the investor AMO and like 4 million leaving the liquidity AMO. And the remaining is curve was flat. The curve AMO was at flat at 712 million. As I said, the liquidity AMO pulled back to uh, 80 million. The lending was at 71 and the investor pulled back um, to 178. But things are, you know, quite topsy-turvy given the, the market. So expect the liquidity as well as the investor AMO to fluctuate more than the other two, which is, I think, a great balance. Now we've got to talk about the profitability of the convex AMO. For the month of February, as you'll see on the next slide, we have 790K in revenue with 1 million in bribe expense, representing a 210K in profits. Wait, did we change the slide? Yeah, yeah, we did. But can you not see it? Okay. Uh, let me holdings. Now let me fix it because if it's if it's stuck, then it's stuck here. Yeah. Hold on. I, I I see it on mine, so maybe just a quick refresh. No, it's okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. All right, we're good. All right, Dave, can you see? Yeah, now I can see. Okay, cool. So. Here's here's an interesting bit because February is a shorter month. We just may get away with seeing like a 400k loss for the month of February because uh, you know the bribe epoch payment would fall into March. And honestly, if that were to be the case, and we just kind of end the month down 400k, I honestly won't feel that bad. That's that's a pretty acceptable amount to pay for the flywheel in my opinion. Oh, Sam, you're muted. Yeah. Yeah. It's very efficient. Yeah. Uh, I said like, you know, we showed all those numbers for every $1 bribe, how much we're getting out of it in terms of liquidity. I, I don't think anybody comes near to us. So if, if any of you guys are listening are on chain sleuths and you can kind of figure that out, there may or may not be a prize for you. <laughs> there will be. <laughs> but anyways, um, that is all for Frax Check this week, boys. Love is in the air, and it was quite an awesome ride. I'm glad I got to share with you guys the good news this week. One, we hit 99% of the three pool. And second, we're about to cross the 100K threshold for Frax. Let's do it. Exciting stuff. Yes, things are happy this week. So. Uh, and uh, any thoughts and feedback from you guys for the Frax check this week? Anything exciting? Um, you know, promising progress. Um, you know, love is indeed in the air. Uh, love for the Frax baseball. Um, and, you know, 
even with like the cloud of regulatory uncertainty that is overhead now, mm-hmm. Frax just keeps grinding, you know, keeps mm-hmm. growing, um, you know, no matter the environment, Frax is there working for you. I am ready. I'm very ready for VEFPIS <laughs> to be added to, uh, to be added to the Frax check within the next week or two. Oh, very ready. I would yeah. love to, new be, addition, I would love to add that new products. And, uh, you know, the thing, the thing that, uh, really surprises me the most has just been the up only growth of Fraxeth. Uh, you know, I, I thought it would be successful, uh, in attracting liquidity, but not at like a eight to 10% clip, like week on week on week. Like it's, it's just, it's a, it's a black hole of, for, mm-hmm. for everything ETH. Right. And we haven't even really kicked off the, the trade, like the, the Fraxeth, um, payment incentives for LPs. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot to come. We're still really in the early stages of Frax ETH. And I think that it has been designed in a way where we're always going to have the best yield and we're always going to be like the, 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 I think the best ETH based stable coin to move into. Oh yeah. That's facts. 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 That's yeah. Frax yes. facts. facts. Straight Frax. <laughs> Um, as always, uh, we are biased. Uh, we are a frag centric podcast. So if you come here to listen to that, then yes, <laughs> we definitely want frags to go up into the right on all of the graphs. And for, yeah. for me guys, I, I feel like with this whole rec, maybe we should talk about the, the regulatory bit for like five minutes, uh, sure. just cause that's kind of top of mind for everybody. I, I feel that. Anybody who holds like naked USDC in their wallet will probably want to find a place to park it, whether it be into a Frax BP or like into some liquidity pool in case of like some super far black swan event where the SEC mm-hmm. orders circle to like freeze all wallets and make sure everybody like KYCs um, before coming. I don't back. know about. I'm I'm going to disagree with that. I you know like after okay. reading after doing all the research for the um, Frax and review that we sent out today. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to make these kind of like broad statements, but it's a little bit more complex to say like, oh, Hey, there was things with Kraken that they weren't telling their customers about how they were running their staking as a service operation. Right. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same as, oh, Hey, we're just going to stake you and we're not going to charge any fees. Like they had like a fixed range. And like, if the, if the yield went above that range, they would keep the excess profits. Right. Um, and they weren't staking everything. They, they just weren't, they weren't disclosing all the, the facts and terms and conditions to their clients. Uh, and then with the whole Paxos thing as well too, um, I shared this in the Fraxin review, but there were several times where Binance, which was a separate company from Paxos, was mm. issuing BUSD on BSC and inside their ecosystem that was uncollateralized, where they did not have enough collateral to back the BUSD that they were issuing. And, you know, I, I think it, it's a really easy narrative to say like, oh, hey, like SCC is coming for these things. But like those, like uh, those are, those are really justifiable instances to, to, for the SEC to come in and, and regulate through action. Right. You know, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. We would all love like clear guidelines and stuff, but you know, this definitely looks like the, you know, it's, it's not a Paxos thing. It's like a Binance thing. Mm. Binance did this not Paxos, not the stable coins. And then also on the staking, it's like Kraken just didn't disclose everything. Right. And they were not, they were not doing the things that they were saying they were going to do for their staking program. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they let them, they gave the opportunity for the SEC to come in, um, and especially yeah. in this coordinated fashion where we see with Operation Choke Point, um, all happening at once in one giant swoop. Like you know that they've been sitting on this for a while, waiting for the time. And now mm-hmm. when like all these organizations are weak, like you know, Kraken just had that large layoff. They don't have the biggest war chest. And you know, the uh, these regulatory agencies, they go, they don't, they don't necessarily go after like, oh, like who's like violating the most. It's more like, oh, who has like the weakest piggy bank in Treasury? And you know, Kraken was weak. SEC's on the opportunity. Kraken didn't even put up a fight. Um, yeah. And here we are today. Yeah, and I think this is. I think this. I, I also wrote this in the Fraction Review as well too. Is that I really think the SEC is choosing their their battles really wisely. Where they're going after like embattled players who are kind of down mm-hmm. their luck at the moment, who just want to settle, right? Because Paxos is probably going to discharge Binance, settle, slap on the wrist. The the USDP stablecoin is still going to exist. Like all of their other uh, uh, stablecoin products are going to exist as well too. So it's really just that relationship with Binance because um, you know I think the regulators have had Binance in their sites for a long time, but they they've just not been able to go after them. So you know because the whole Iran. Uh, like helping Iran um, trade $8 billion worth of, of crypto uh, mm. like a year or two ago. And, um, you know, also a few other things. I think the regulars are really, really trying to crack down on Binance, right? Um, and I, I don't know if we'll see like further crackdowns in like Circle uh, or anybody else, but, you know, those companies have like really deep pockets and are already pretty entrenched within the U.S. system. Uh, and are trying to work with regulators and which obviously isn't the best thing at the moment, but like working with lawmakers, mm-hmm. trying to be there on Capitol Hill and like get some legislation through, which mm-hmm. we'll probably mm-hmm. see. I don't know. I, I think we'll probably see stablecoin legislation this year, hopefully. And if not, then, you know, two years away when we get a new administration. I like that. Thank you for that education piece. And if people wanted to read more, they can subscribe to our Substack and get yeah. that information straight to their inbox. And with that, uh, I'd like to thank uh, DeFi Dave and Sam for joining me here for this week's Frax Check. And as always, please, please touch, just just gently tap the subscribe button to help get us to that 10,000 subscriber mark. And if you haven't already, please go to our sub stack at Flywheel Output. Uh, is it .com or dot, dot .com? Or? Flywheeloutput.com and please substack, subscribe to that Substack. Substack, Sam, subscribe. <laughs> substack, subscribe, sub now because it is not subpar. It is definitely above par. And Sam and Dave has been just pushing out a ton of content on that front. So make sure you get that delivered straight to your inbox. And please join the conversation on Telegram and Twitter at FlywheelDefi. You can find me at 0x capital underscore K. You can find me at DeFiDave22. And I'm at Traders underscore Insight. And we'll see you next week. Happy Valentine's. Love is in the air. Peace. Okay, cool. <laughs>